Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. AJ here with Gorilla for your week four NFL action. Gorilla, what's going on this week? Good afternoon, AJ. A week four action coming at you. There's some really interesting games this week. There's going to be some real fun games this week. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of fun games this week. There's uh, there's some te- there are games that look a little uh, lopsided on paper. Uh, there's a lot of other things. Uh, there's some games that are going to be really intriguing, including tonight's game, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, and then the big news, Lamar Jackson is doubtful for Sunday now. So that changes that dynamic in that Ravens-Broncos game, which uh, apparently we'll talk about a little bit later as well. Um, Gorilla, you ready to kick off this week? Yeah, why don't you hit us with Thursday night? All right, Thursday night football. That's going to be tonight. We got the Jaguars at the Bengals. Bengals favored by seven and a half with an over under at 45. It's kind of an average uh, over under here with uh, Bengals a, a little more than a one touchdown favorite, um, which I think is just about right in this one. My stud here is going to be Joe Mixon. Uh, the Jaguars are ranked 28th in the league, uh, giving up an average of 28 fantasy points per game. Uh, to opposing running backs. Uh, Mixon is quietly the number two running back in rushing yards gained behind Derrick Henry and is also a weapon in the backfield. So I'm going to start him with confidence this week. Uh, I'm dudding Trevor Lawrence this week. The Bengals don't uh, boast a great pass defense, but they also are a little bit better than average. Trevor Lawrence is leading the league in interceptions so far this season with seven, and it's not like he had a bad game where he threw four. He's kind of throwing like two every week. So uh, I don't like Trevor Lawrence here. Um, He's just having trouble seeing the field at this point in his career, so I'm going to avoid him. And my sleeper here, rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase. He's scored in every game to start the season. Uh, His price in daily has almost caught up with his production, Uh, but Joe Burrow and Chase are on a hot streak right now. He's looking, Burrow is looking for Chase. Uh, Chase has 220 yards, four touchdowns so far in the season, and is going against that Jags pass D that's allowing an average of 218 yards game to opposing wide receivers. So it's a great matchup for him. Uh, let's move on to our Sunday action, Gorilla. You want to kick us off with some one o'clock action? Yeah, let's hit some one o'clock action. Let's start off by talking about the Washington football team. They are headed to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, Falcon, a red. The Redskins, Washington football team uh, favored one and a half points in this one. Yeah, which is uh, with, with home field advantage, you know, it, it's it, they're saying a close game anyways. Over under a 48. So they're saying there are going to be points scored in this game. There is fantasy options in this game. Now, let's start off by talking about my stuff for this game. Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver for the Washington football team. Look, Atlanta's defense can't stop anybody. Their secondary is a revolving door, easy to get through. Uh, they're in fact, uh, as far as fantasy points in the league, they allow their their twenty first in in uh stoppage as far as uh fantasy wide receivers. So wide receivers put up a lot of points against this Atlanta Falcons defense. So look for Terry McLaren to be a fantastic play at wide receiver. I'm going to dot Mike Davis, the running back for Atlanta. Look, if Washington is having success throwing the ball, Atlanta's going to have to abandon the run and throw the football. In addition, while, yes, Washington got lit up last week by Buffalo, Washington does have a fantastic defensive line. They're ranked eighth in fantasy points allowed uh, against the run. So they do have a fantastic run defense there. Look for Mike Davis to struggle. He's a dud, even though he's affordable in your fan uh, duel and DraftKings type thing here, he's still not worth it. As for a sleeper, I'm looking at that Washington football team quarterback, Taylor Heineke. Again, the Falcons give up a lot of points in the air. It's a great game for him. He's cheaper as far as quarterbacks go. He's a good, uh, it could save you a few bucks. You can spend up a little bit more in other positions. So look for Taylor Heineke to be a fantastic sleeper quarterback option if you're looking for one this week and fantasy aj who do you got for us uh next up i have the titans at the jets uh this game pretty much plays itself uh the titans are favored by seven over under at 43 
we all know what's going to happen here. Uh, the Titans are going to feed the ball to Derrick Henry. They're going to run, run, run the ball, and then they're going to walk away with a probably eight to ten point win. Uh, so there's not a whole lot. You don't even have to watch the game. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen right now. Uh, Derrick Henry is playing against the worst path that one of the worst rushing defenses in all of football. Uh, their Jets are giving up 26 fantasy points a game to opposing running backs, and they haven't even played against a top tier talent like Derrick Henry yet. So uh, he's going to absolutely feast in this one. I know Derek Henry is probably the most expensive running back in fantasy this week, uh, but he is definitely worth paying up for. This is a juicy, juicy matchup for him. I am, however, going to dud Ryan Tannehill. Like I said, they're just going to run Derek Henry all day. Can't stop him. I mean, Jets can't stop anybody anyways. So why even bother throwing the football? Not to mention the Jets are actually a top five uh, fantasy defense in or against opposing quarterbacks uh, and wide receivers. And with AJ Brown hampered with a hamstring injury and possibly not playing this week, that also hurts Tannehill's value. So I'm dudding Tannehill this week. I am going to sleeper for the Jets, Corey Davis. Uh, He's the number one wide receiver for the Jets. The Titans are giving up 42 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receiving groups this season. So the Titans are really struggling in pass coverage. And the Jets are going to be playing from behind. Uh, Zach Wilson's going to have to throw the ball to somebody. Corey Davis is his number one guy. I like Corey Davis as a really cheap uh, sleeper play this week. Listen, guys, just because they're going to lose by 20 doesn't mean that they're not going to put up some fantasy points for you. Uh, let's move on to our next one o'clock game. Gorilla, who you got on tap? Now let's head out to an NFC North showdown. The Detroit Lions they are headed to Chicago to take on the Bears. Bears are favored uh, three points, which is home field advantage uh, over under very low 42.5 in this one. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's the lowest over under we have this week. And I, I agree. There's not a whole lot of great fantasy options in this one. Uh, this is one of those games where really only play for somebody from this game. If it's a season long type deal or whatnot. However, I am going to stud the Chicago defense in this one. Well, the Detroit Lions offense has been really weak to get started. They've really been struggling uh, as far as fantasy points allowed for the defense. That's Detroit is ranked 22nd of the 32 teams. So Detroit's just not putting up points this year. They're not getting fantasy, giving up uh, anything fantasy worthwhile in that offense. So I like the Chicago defense in this game here. Uh, I'm going to dud Jared Goff, the quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Chicago's defense is ranked 11th, 11th against uh, quarterbacks right now. And Jerry Goff just really hasn't seemed to get a whole lot started with this Detroit team. He's really struggled. Yeah, last week, they barely, they almost beat Baltimore. They lost due to that 66-yard field goal, which was absolutely amazing to see. But that's another story. Still, Detroit just hasn't been able to put up much points. You can't put up points. You're not going to win the game. You're not going to get fantasy points if you're not scoring. I don't like Jared Goff in this one. However, though, I am going to sleep for DeAndre Swift for Detroit. They're going to, if there's going to be any sort of offense run, it's going to be through running the ball. And honestly, comparing the defenses, DeAndre Swift has the best chance of having any sort of success in this game. Yes, it's a bit of a, it's it's a bit of a stretch in this one, but I think DeAndre Swift is probably your best actual fantasy option in this game outside of a defense. Again, it's kind of a long shot, but that's kind of what a sleeper is. Again, I'm not a huge fan of the fantasy options of this one. This is definitely a defense-heavy game. AJ, who do you got next for 1 o'clock action? Well, we go from a defense-heavy game to an offense-heavy game. The Chiefs are going to Philadelphia to take on my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like Gorilla likes to torture me and make me talk about the Eagles every week. <laughs> uh, so the line in this one, Chiefs are favored by seven as the road team. We've got a pretty high over-under. I think it's the second highest over-under of the week at 40 or 54 and a half. Uh, who's my stud in this week? Patrick Mahomes, right? Wrong. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Jalen Hurts. I know I've studded him every week, but listen, Philadelphia's offense has been terrible the last two weeks. Week one, they were great. And guess what? Jalen Hurts is putting up 24 at an average of 24 fantasy points a week to this point in the season. And that's with two terrible weeks. Like uh, two weeks ago, he rushed for a touchdown, didn't throw for one. This week, he had a 
bad week. He threw a couple of picks, but he still threw for two touchdowns. Uh, he gets you like four to five points on the ground with his rushing ability. Uh, so, I mean, against better defenses, he's put up and, and with uh, lackluster performances, he's still put up 20 to 24 points. So Jalen Hurts uh, is my stud this week. Uh, for this game, his price in daily is still not really at the level that matches the other quarterbacks that are putting up that 24 points per game. Uh, so he's still on the cheaper side there. And the Chiefs defense is ranked 31st in uh, fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. So <laughs> there is only one team worse than the Chiefs at giving up fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, so I like that matchup. I am dunning Tyreek Hill. And right, so this game is going to have 55 points scored. AJ, how could you possibly dud Tyreek Hill in a game that's going to feature a ton of scoring? Well, Philly is still ranked the number one fantasy off uh, defense against opposing wide receivers. They're also top five against opposing quarterbacks. So they're allowing less than 100 yards a game to opposing wide receiver groups. And this uh, this week should be able to just key on Tyreek Hill. Like we saw it on Monday night, right? Amari Cooper didn't do a whole lot. CD Lamb only had two catches. The, uh, um, you know, they had to go to their third and fourth options. Uh, the Cowboys did. They had to go to their third and fourth options plus run the football to really beat Philadelphia in that game. Uh, you have to look at the numbers here. Like they keyed on their tight ends. They keyed on, um, you know, what Dallas did was they keyed on their tight ends and they keyed on their third and fourth receivers. Their top two receivers got taken away by Philadelphia defense which is what they've been doing all season. The Chiefs only really have Tyreek Hill. Uh, do they, yes, they have Michael Hardman. They have a couple other, uh, you know, lesser known guys, that they're, but they don't have any real big superstar wide receivers. So they're going to be able to key on Tyreek Hill. They're going to be able to throw the safety over the top and take away those deep routes. Uh, I, I don't like Tyreek Hill this week. My sleeper in this one is going to be Miles Sanders. He got five touches on Monday Night Football. Why am I sleeping a guy that only got two carries and five total touches on Monday night? Well, <laughs> all week, the media in Philadelphia has been asking, asking Coach Sirianni, why did Miles Sanders only get two carries? Why did you run the ball with your running backs four times on Monday night football an entire game? Well, what do you think he's going to do this week? He's going to come out and try and establish the run. That offense has been inconsistent all season. The best way to change that around is to make the offense consistent by running the football, establishing that run game, and then getting his play-action passing game going. Not only that, the Chiefs are also ranked 30th on the season in fantasy points allowed to opposing running backs. Uh, I still think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Uh, their offense is just too good, but I think Philadelphia is going to make it a little closer than people think, especially if they try to establish the run in this one. Uh, but Miles Sanders, I look for him to have a big bounce back game here only because of all the heat the coaching staff is getting about not getting him the football. Uh, Gorilla, who's up next for you? Well, let's talk about another NFC match for me here. The Carolina Panthers, the undefeated Panthers, they're headed to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys favorite five points in this one and over under at 50.5. So they're expecting some, some scoring in this game. Now, it, I yes, the Panthers are undefeated and they've looked really good. And statistically, they're really they're really good at this point of the season. But we got to also remember, this is week four. Who have the team? Who have they played? Carolina has played a really lousy Jets offense, a really banged up Texans offense, and a very inconsistent Saints offense. So yes, they're statistically really really good, but they've played against high school teams. Really, I mean, so yes, the Panthers are a good team, but are they as good as their statistics say? I don't think so. And I think that's going to show in this game. I think Dallas is a very formidable offense, an offense that can put up a lot of points. It has a lot of weapons. And I think you're going to see, well, it's going to be a close game and the Panthers are going to put up a fight. It's not going to be as a uh, as, as lopsided as it may originally seem with the Panthers being undefeated and having things like, fourth best defense against quarterbacks or fifth best defense against tight ends. In fact, I'm going to go the complete opposite here. I'm going to stud Dak Prescott, the Cowboy quarterback in this game here. He's been really hot. He's played great every single game this season. He's a little bit cheaper this week in your fantasy leagues just because he's playing against a defense that has been very good. Uh, save you some money versus the production he's going to get makes Dak Prescott a stud in this game. Yes, 
I do like the Panthers to potentially win this game, but I think Dak Prescott is going to be a fantasy number guy in this one. Remember, we're not picking just players from the winning teams, sometimes taking players from the teams that aren't going to win the game as beneficial as well. I'm going to dud in this one. Ian Thomas, the tight end from Carolina. Yes, he's really cheap, but I don't think this game is going to be played with passes up the middle and sharp passes. I think this is going to be a game of bigger plays and running the ball as opposed to the tight end. I see Ian Thomas being more used as a blocking type scenario. So don't get caught up in the fact that he's really cheap. He's really cheap for a reason. They're not going to be utilizing him. I'm going to sleeper Dalton Schultz, the Dallas Cowboy tight end. Look, he's really, really cheap in your daily leagues. I'm talking he's 5,000 in your daily leagues. To get a tight end that's being utilized for 5,000 in the daily is, is a fantastic deal. Dalton Schultz has been proven he's become a go-to guy, one of the go-to guys for Dak Prescott. Look for that relationship to really take off in this game here. Yes, I think the Panthers are probably going to squeak this one out, but I think it's going to be a much higher scoring affair, and I think there's going to be a lot of good fantasy options for that Dallas offense for your leagues. AJ, who do you got continuing on with this 1 o'clock action? Next up, the Cleveland Browns going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Uh, my stud in this one. Well, first, let's talk about this game a little bit. The Browns are favored by two over under 51 and a half. Uh, so the Browns are given up or the Browns are actually favored as the road team in this one, which is uh, strange to see. But uh, well, let's get right into the studs and duds here. My stud Baker Mayfield. We haven't talked about him at all this season. And there's good reason to uh, Baker Mayfield is really not one of the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks at this point in the season. His passing yards is kind of down. Uh, he's only thrown two touchdowns to two interceptions in this run first Cleveland offense. But the uh, Vikings pass defense is not great. Um, they give up a lot of fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. They give up a lot of fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, this is a good breakout week for Baker Mayfield here. I am going to dud the Vikings run game. Uh, the Browns are very stout against the run so far this season. They're ranked third with only 11.8 fantasy points allowed to opposing running backs. Uh, so I'm avoiding that Alex Madison and Dalvin Cook, if he plays this week, uh, whole situation, especially since I think Dalvin Cook coming back this week is going to split carries with Alex Madison in an effort to keep Dalvin Cook healthy with the extra game added on at the end of the season. Uh, my sleeper in this one, Odell Beckham. Look, I sleep in him last week. He came back first, first game back from injury, five catches, 77 yards this week. He finds the end zone against the Vikings guaranteed. Uh, like the Vikings are giving up 40 fantasy points games to opposing wide receiver groups. One of the reasons that I like Baker Mayfield in this one, another reason I'm going to stud Odell Beckham is that exact stat right there. Uh, if Odell Beckham, does not find the end zone this week. I will be uh, super disappointed. Uh, I'm going to start him probably in almost all of my leagues. So I love Odell Beckham this week. Gorilla, who you got up next? Well, let's talk about another game that kind of writes itself. You did that with the Jets game. I'm going to do it with the Giants game. Same uh, stadium, <laughs> home stadium anyways, different team. The Giants, you're taking on the New Orleans Saints in this one. Saints are favored eight points with an over-under of 43.5. Look, two things that we've mentioned before, uh, the Saints offense has been inconsistent. And AJ mentioned when talking about the Eagles, when you have an inconsistent offense and you're trying to find some sort of stability, you work to establish the run game. That's what I see the Saints doing in this game against a Giants defense who has really struggled against the run. So I'm studying Kamara in this one. Elvin Kamara, this is going to be a great game for him. Yes, He's a little bit more expensive in your fan duel, your DraftKings, but I think he's well worth it in this one. I think he's going to be a 30-plus point back this week in fantasy, and yes, that is a very bold prediction. I'm going to dud Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants. Look, the Giants are going to be struggling in this game. They're going to be behind in this game. They're going to have to air the ball out. In addition, the Saints defense is ranked sixth against the run at this point in time making it very hard to run the ball against that team. So Saquon Barkley, not a good option in here. I'm going to actually sleeper in this one, Jameis Winston. Yes, 
I'm taking a chance and calling a Jameis Winston game when the run is well established. It opens up the pass. That's that's football offense 101. Look for Winston to be able to have some good success throwing the ball. Even if it's a short nickel and dime, they add up in your fantasy leagues. Jameis Winston is only costing 6900 That makes him a very cheap quarterback, starting quarterback, that's going to be playing this week, uh, making him a really good sleeper pick in this one. AJ, who do you got next here? Uh, next up, the Colts at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are favored by one and a half with an over-under at 42 and a half. Uh, I don't know why the Dolphins are favored with Tua not playing this week, but we'll get into that here in just a bit. My stud in this one, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, look, he's had a lackluster start to the season, but this Dolphins run defense isn't just bad, but they are bad. Uh, they're the 31st ranked fantasy run defense to be exact. Uh, they're giving up an average of almost 30 fantasy points games to opposing running backs and more than one touchdown per week. They're almost giving up two touchdowns per week to opposing running backs. That means that Jonathan Taylor is lined for a big day here, and I expect him to find Pater more than once for this Colts offense, especially since they're going to focus on running the football and keeping Carson Wentz's terrible ankles uh, upright. So I am dudding in this one, Mike Gusecki. Uh, it's not very often that I dud tight ends, especially since uh, most tight ends are kind of hit and miss. Uh, but the Colts have a top 10 fantasy defense against opposing tight ends. They don't give up a lot of points to tight ends. Their linebackers are very good at covering tight ends as well as their safeties are. So I don't like Mike Gusecki this week. Um, I do, however, like Jalen Waddle for the uh, Dolphins, the rookie wide receiver there. Uh, he's been good in games that Tua's played. I know Tua's probably not playing this week, uh, but the Colts are also ranked 28th in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Uh, Waddle seems to be the number one guy there, or at least taking over that spot with Devonta Parker kind of taking a back seat. Uh, so I like the Dolphins to try to get Jalen Waddle involved in the offense early in this one. He's going to be a decent volume play in a, fairly low scoring game so if you're looking for any type of sleeper in this one i think waddle might be it um i don't really <laughs> he's the best of a lot of bad options <laughs> in this one uh, i probably wouldn't start him but uh he is the, again like i said the the best of a lot of bad options uh gorilla who is your next game i'm pretty sure this is the last one o'clock game i'm gonna talk about the texans they're headed to buffalo to take on my beloved buffalo bills um <laughs> the bills are favored 16 and a half points in this game with an over under of 47.5 16 and a half points is like a college game spread um do i think the bills are going to win and win this game handily yes do I think 16 and a half is way too big a spread every time they play it? Every time they run a 16 and a half play spread, I don't think it's too much. Um, th that being said, let's talk about some of the fantasy options in this game. Uh, as far as my stud, I'm going to look at Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback. Yes, his price in daily leagues has been inflated a little bit, but as we've seen, uh, Josh Allen is a quarterback of, uh, if he has, if he's having good games, He's going to continue to have good games. It's just the way he plays. And ever since the Miami game in week two, he's shown more and more life as it goes on. I'm looking for that to continue with this one. I'm looking for him to be one of the elite quarterbacks this week as far as fantasy is concerned. Remember, he is also a threat on the ground. The Texans defense is ranked 21st in pass defense and 26th or 22nd, excuse me, against the run means they're, Defense is really susceptible to any sort of offense. Josh Allen is a threat on the ground as in the air. He's got a lot of weapons. He's going to be a fantastic start of a quarterback this week. It's, I'm having a hard time not wanting to start him in my leagues. I'm going to dud the Houston run game. All of them, Mark Ingram and anybody else that runs the ball. Yes, all these running backs are super cheap in your league. This is not the option for a sleeper pay. The Bills defense has been absolutely stellar at stopping the run. They're forcing teams to throw the ball. Uh, they have since since week one, they are ranked fifth in fantasy points allowed. 
making any of the Houston run game not a good option in this one. Look for that to be shut down real quick. Also look for Buffalo to jump to the lead early, forcing Houston to throw the ball with uh, David Mills there. And it's it's just not going to work out very well for the Houston run game. First sleeper place. Let's talk about some of this Bills running game. Now, Devin Singletary has always been named as the number one guy there, but we're starting to see them utilize Zach Moss in the red zone. Zach Moss has become a receiver out of the backfield and red zone situations and seems to be finding the end zone more and more as the season goes on. Look for Zach Moss to be a great sleeper play. He only costs 6000 in your daily leagues. He's a cheap option. He finds the end zone, especially against a defense that gives up a lot of points to players like Zach Moss. This is a fantastic sleeper option in this game. I'm looking to start Zach Moss and my teams. Uh, I would suggest for AJ, it's not a horrible option either. AJ, let's move on to four o'clock action. Oh, yeah. Four o'clock games. Uh, I'm starting off with probably my favorite game of the day. Uh, I get the Cardinals at the Rams. Um, the Rams are favored by four and a half over under at 55. So Vegas is expecting this one to be a shootout. Uh, I agree. Um, my son in this one is going to be Cooper Cup. Look, all he does is score touchdowns. I mean, so far this season, he's leading the league in receiving yards and touchdowns. Uh, he's got a great matchup against the bottom 10 pass defense of the Cardinals. And Matt Stafford tends to look his way every time he drops back to pass. So I, I love Cooper Cup this week. He's well worth paying up for, especially if you go with a guy like Zach Moss as like your second running back and save yourself some money. You can definitely go up and get Cooper Cup this week on your team. I am dudding Chase Edmonds. Uh, the Cardinals just refuse to give him the football. It's kind of like Philadelphia does with uh, Miles Sanders, except in Philadelphia, there's no one else to give the ball to except for Miles Sanders. Uh, the Cardinals just keep splitting carries between uh, James Connor and Chase Edmonds. They keep refusing to give Chase Edmonds the touches that he really needs to be to be a featured back, which he deserves to be. And I'm not going to start him until they decide they want to do that. Not only that, but he has a tough matchup here against a Rams run defense that is very stout. Aaron Donald doesn't let a whole lot of running backs through the middle and they are very good on the edges as well. So I am staying away from Chase Edmonds in this one. I am, however, for the Cardinals going to sleeper Christian Kirk. Uh, he's sneaking up on the receiving yards chart and with the offense stagnant on the ground, Kyler Murray is going to have to throw the football to keep up in this one uh, with a lot of projected scoring in this one. I'm looking for Christian Kirk to be a cheap and possibly dangerous wide receiver option. Uh, he's not just a one-trick pony anymore with getting deep behind defenses. He's involved in all sorts of the passing game, so I really like him as a good sleeper here. Gorilla, who you got up for 4 o'clock? Well, you talked about two of the NFC West teams there. I'm going to talk about the other two NFC West teams. The Seahawks are playing the 49ers. 49ers favorite three points with his home field advantage. An over-under of 52.5 in this one. The key on this one is both teams struggle to stop the run. So look for this to be a run-heavy game, even with a higher over-under. Uh, I'm going to start Chris Carson for the Seattle Seahawks in this one. 7,300 in your daily leagues. He's uh, going against a defense that is ranked 24th at stopping the run. It's one of the bottom 10 defenses as far as run defense goes. So look for Chris Carson to be an absolute stud in this game. I will be completely shocked if he doesn't find the end zone in this one. Uh, I'm going to dud the defense, all of the defense. Uh, in particular, I don't like the San Francisco defense. The Seattle Seahawks are ranked the third highest team as far as fantasy points this season. You don't start a defense against a team that puts up a lot of fantasy points. You just don't do it. It's just not smart. Uh, if you're in a season-long league, you're almost better off leaving a defense on the bench than starting the San Francisco defense in this one. I know that sounds absolutely horrible to say, but it's true. Uh, going to sleeper option here. Now I mentioned Chris Carson as a great run play. I, I also mentioned that both teams struggle to stop the run. That's true. I'm looking at Trey Sermon as a sleeper play for the San Francisco 49ers. 
They've been utilizing him a little bit more, a little bit more out of the backfield and a little bit more as a receiver out of the backfield. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are the absolute worst defense at stopping the run. They've given up more uh, fantasy points to running backs than any other team in the NFL at this point. Trey Sermon costs 5900 in your daily leagues. That's really cheap going against the worst run defense in the NFL. It's almost it's almost like too inviting. It's almost too inviting not to go in that route. So I really like Trey Sermon as a fantastic sleeper out of the backfield. AJ, who do you got for your second 4 o'clock game? Uh, this one just got really interesting. It's the Ravens at the Broncos. The Broncos were originally favored by one with an over-under of 44 and a half. Uh, I imagine with the news about Lamar Jackson coming out today that he is doubtful uh, that that line is going to move a little bit. The Broncos are probably going to be favored by a little bit more than one and the over under is either going to stay the same or go down a little bit. Uh, My stud in this one for the Broncos is going to be Melvin Gordon. Uh, The Ravens are a bottom six fantasy defense against the posting running backs. uh, And they also have a great uh, and Melvin Gordon is also having a great season so far for the Broncos and is using all facets of the game. I know he's only getting 55% of the team's offensive snaps, but he is making the most of it. Uh, Melvin Gordon is the best of the two running backs there, and he's going to continue to show it every week. Uh, I'm studying him this week. I was originally going to dub Lamar Jackson, even if he did play in this one. The Broncos are the number one fantasy defense to uh, opposing quarterbacks and running backs, but uh, I'm what I'm really going to do this week now is dud uh, Hollywood Brown. Uh, he's been an absolute disappointment to me. I, I sleepered him last week uh, in the game, uh, in the Ravens game, and he dropped two wide open touchdowns. He had two wide open touchdown, uh, you know, easily 60 yard passes uh, that he dropped on like two out of three plays. Um, so it, can he get open? Yeah. He runs a great route. Can he catch the football? No. And without Lamar Jackson, uh, under center, I am absolutely dudding him this week. Uh, my sleeper in this one, however, is going to be Noah Fant. Uh, the Ravens are the 31st ranked, uh, defense in fantasy points allowed to opposing tight ends this season. Uh, Fant is turning into a really nice tight end too in the fantasy world, uh, with the injuries, the Broncos have at wide receiver Fant is in line for a nice bump and target share as well there so i really like no offense this week as a good sleeper option um gorilla that brings us to our last four o'clock game yep we're going to talk about the pittsburgh steelers they're headed to green bay to take on the packers packers favored by a touchdown here with an over under of 45.5 uh i'm looking for first off i'm looking for the packers to bounce back the been a little bit stagnant really since the season has started uh they're, I, they're just kind of wait i'm kind of waiting to like poke them with a stick like do something you were supposed to be one of the elite teams this year and they've kind of been disappointing however the Pittsburgh Steelers have also been kind of disappointing as to what a lot of people thought they were going to be this year so looking for one of these teams to kind of turn that ship around in this game I'm going to stud Devontae Adams, Green Bay wide receiver in this one. Yes, he's a little bit more in your lease, but I think he's going to be well worth it. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense is ranked 26th at, uh, with, at their stopping the wide receiver core. So look for Devontae Adams to be an absolute great play in this one. Look for Aaron Rodgers to start to return into form and really focus on his go-to guy who is Adams. I'm looking to dud. Pittsburgh quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, look, he's been very inconsistent. He's playing. He's battered and bruised and beat up. We've seen him play worse and worse every single week. I'm looking for that to continue this week. Even though Green Bay does give up a lot of points to opposing quarterbacks, I don't think this is the right week for Ben Roethlisberger. He costs a little bit more than I'd be willing to spend for what he's going to get, making him a dud play. I'm going to sleeper, Robert Tunyon, the Green Bay tight end in this one. Look, you can't throw Devontae Adams every single play. So look for Aaron Rodgers' backup plan to be Robert Tunyon. The reason I'm sleepering him is he's only 5,500 in your fan duel and daily leagues, making him kind of a hidden under the radar gem. A little digging a little bit farther deep in your tight end bags. You can save some money. 
You can spend some more money on uh, top-notch wide receivers, running backs, or quarterbacks this week if you want to go that route. AJ, let's move on to the primetime night games. What do we got for Sunday night football? Sunday night football is probably the most talked about game of the season to this point. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers coming back to Boston to take on the Patriots. Uh, Buccaneers are favored by a touchdown in this one with an over-under at 49 and a half. So Vegas is expecting this to be a not super close game, but it's going to have a, a little bit more than average scoring. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Mac Jones for the pit. No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be Tom Brady. <laughs> he gets to come back to Tampa or he gets to come back with Tampa after winning the Super Bowl into, into New England and shove it right in Bill Belichick's face. Uh, he's also got a chance to break Drew Brees' passing yardage record this week. He's only like 70 yards or something that is what he needs. And he's probably going to have that in the first quarter, if not the first quarter, then early in the second, uh, like Brady's got the revenge game. He's got had this game circled on his calendar since the schedule came out. We know he keeps coming saying we're taking it one game at a time. And this one means no different than the other ones, but it, it doesn't. All right. <laughs> and listen, the Patriots defense is ranked really well against stopping opposing quarterbacks, but they've also gotten to play against Zach Wilson and Tua so far this season, which has inflated their numbers. And look, Jameis Winston looked like a Hall of Famer against them last week. So <laughs> uh, Tom Brady is going to absolutely dominate this week. I am dudding the Patriots defense. Uh, again, they're great defense numbers wise, but they have uh, terrible, terrible offensive offenses that they've played against. So their numbers are inflated. Uh, I think this is one of those things where the numbers do lie a little bit. Um I think they're in for an absolutely rude awakening here. Uh, Tom Brady is just going to absolutely throw all over them. My sleeper in this one is going to be Chris Godwin. Uh, the Patriots are going to focus on taking away Mike Evans, and I'm sure they're going to try to take away Gronk since he has the revenge game here as well. Uh, that leaves Chris Godwin in a great spot, especially with the injuries to Scotty Miller and Antonio Brown coming back from COVID. That gives Chris Godwin a little bit more target share here with uh, one, a couple less mouths to feed on that offense. So Chris Godwin is a great sleeper for me. Uh, that brings us to Monday night football. You know, everybody's talking about that Buccaneers Patriots game as being the most epic game. Nobody's talking about this Monday night football game, which I think is an absolutely fantastic matchup. You have the Vegas Raiders, the undefeated Vegas Raiders, they're headed to L.A. to take a division rival, L.A. Chargers, who have absolutely been fantastic and really fun to watch this season. We got two very fun teams to play to watch in this one. Uh, the Chargers are favored three and a half points, which is really just home field advantage. And over under a 52.5, that means there's going to be some scoring in this game is what Vegas is saying. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, I think there's going to be uh, it's going to be a kind of a back and forth game. I'm looking for Justin Herbert to continue to show that he is going to be a fantastic quarterback in the NFL. I truly believe it. I think he's going to be an absolute stud this week. Uh, Vegas, while well, Vegas has won a bunch of games, they also haven't had the most uh, the, the the greatest competition as to date. Look for Herbert to take advantage. Look for him to put up points. Yes, uh, people have been able to score against Vegas. Look for him to continue to do the same. I'm going to dud related. The Vegas Raiders defense, again, they have, even, even when they're playing lousy teams, teams have been able to score against Vegas. Now they're playing a real hot offense like the L.A. Chargers. Look for the Chargers to continue that, continue that swing. Look for the Chargers to put up points in this one, making the Vegas defense not a good option in this one. Now, I've talked a lot about the Chargers offense and the Vegas defense. Let's go the other side of things for my sleeper play. I really like Vegas's passing game in this one. I think they're going to have success throwing the ball in this one. Again, a shootout game means both teams are scoring. I like Henry Ruggs in this one as the Vegas wide receiver to be a great sleeper option for your primetime night uh, fan duel and daily leagues. He's reasonably affordable. He's kind of in middle of the road on the list in this one, making him a good pick for a Monday night football wide receiver in this one, somewhere right in the middle. Look for a lot of scoring. 
There's a lot of good fantasy options in this one. I think this game is going to be played in the air. If you go the quarterbacks and wide receivers in this one, there's a good chance you're going to get lucky and put up some fantasy points in this game. And that does it for the individual games of the week. That brings us to our best of the week. AJ, do you want to kick us off with quarterbacks? Uh, yeah, so my quarterback of the week is going to be Matt Stafford for the Rams. I talked about him a little bit in the write-up. He's got a great matchup this week, so I really like him. I'm dotting Lamar Jackson. I don't like uh, quarterbacks that have back injuries, and even if he does play, he's probably going to struggle in this one. And my sleeper is going to be Jalen Hurts in what should be a shootout in Kansas City. Again, I talked about him in my write-up as well. Who are you looking at for quarterbacks, Gorilla? Well, first off, before I go into this, I, you gotta. I just want to reiterate that. Me and AJ, if we agree on best of worst of for the weeks, we're probably going to be spot on. There's been times that we have agreed and that player has absolutely gone off and had career games. I just wanted to put that out there before I say who my studs, studs and sleepers are uh, at quarterback. I'm going to stud Josh Allen for my beloved Buffalo Bills. Look, he's been on fire. He's going to continue to be hot against a really banged up Texans team and a Texans defense that has really struggled against the pass. I'm going to dud Lamar Jackson. His backup is Ty Huntley. If Lamar Jackson doesn't play, I'm not looking for either one of them to have any success against that really stellar Broncos defense. That is a complete shut you down defense. I love watching that Denver defense play. That's my kind of football. I'm going to sleeper Jalen Hurts. From the Philadelphia Eagles, again, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs give up a lot of points to opposing quarterbacks. This is going to be a showdown game. Do I think Philly's going to win this game? No. Do I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a great fantasy option? Most definitely. AJ, who do you got for running backs? Uh, running backs. I talked about most of these guys in my write-ups. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts is my stud of the week. His price is too good to pass up. With uh, some of the other top running backs, such as Christian McCaffrey being out this week, you're going to have to look elsewhere. Uh, and I really like Jonathan Taylor and his matchup this week. So I am studying him. I am dudding Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys. He has a bad matchup. He had a great game against Philadelphia on Monday night. But when's the last time you saw Zeke have two good back-to-back weeks? Uh, Tony Pollard is still very much in the mix there. So I don't like Zeke this week. My sleeper, I talked about him again in my write-up. I know I'm kind of going hard on my Eagles this week, but Miles Sanders is a good sleeper play as well. He is real cheap in fantasy, and I, I really like uh, Philadelphia to come out and try to establish the run this week after really being ignoring it completely last week. So I like I like him in a bounce-back game. Uh, me, I'm, I'm going – all big here on my my uh, stud running back. I'm going with Derrick Henry. Yes, I know he cost an absolute ton in your daily Louis, uh, your daily leagues, your your FanDuel DraftKings and whatnot. But he is going to be the sole contributor offensive to this entire game against the Jets. I'm looking if he. I'll be surprised if he carries the ball less than 70 times in this game. It is the way it's looking. So I'm looking for him to be an absolute fantasy point monster and making his over $10,000 price. Well worth it. I'm going to dud Chubba Hubbard for the Carolina Panthers. He is the person that is filling in for Christian McCaffrey. I don't like the matchup. Yes. He's a little bit cheaper. It's, it's just not a good, not a good, uh, Matchup for him this week. I'm avoiding the Carolina run game. I'm going to talk for Silver, my sleeper. I talked about him in the write up. I'm going Trey Sermon for the San Francisco 49ers. Again, he's playing against the uh, the defense that is he struggled the absolute worst against the run. He's cheap. He's, uh, he's, he's just a really good sleeper option at running back. AJ, who do you got for wide receiver? Uh, wide receivers, I am studying Cooper Cup this week. Uh, I, it's hard not to stud a guy that continues to just be the number one target in one of the best offenses in football. So I'm studying Cooper Cup. I'm dudding Tyreek Hill. Again, that's a guy I talked about in my write-up. Um, his price is not going to match his production this week. I, I just don't like the matchup there. And I am sleepering Jamar Chase for tonight against the Jaguars. He gets a great matchup, and he's had a great start to his career there in Cincinnati. I look for it to continue tonight. I'm going to stud Devontae Adams for the Green Bay Panthers. I, I just again, it's a good matchup. Pittsburgh struggled against uh, the pass. I, it's just not a good, 
not a good uh, day, I think, for Pittsburgh. This one. I like I like Devontae Adams in this one. I'm going to stud Chase Claypool, or dud Chase Claypool, excuse me. Uh, as much as, like, the Packers have struggled, they've done a very good job at slowing down the wide receiving core of their opposing teams. I'm looking for that to continue. Claypool is just not a great fantasy option this week. As far as my sleeper, AJ talked about him in his write-up. I'm looking at Jalen Waddle for the Miami Dolphins. He's crazy cheap. He's playing against a defense that now Colts defense that gives up a lot of points to wide receivers. So and and they're you seem to be utilizing him more and more. He's become the number one guy. Anytime you have a number one guy that is under six thousand in your daily leagues, it makes him a really really dangerous play fantasy wise. AJ, who do you got for tight end? All right, at tight end, I'm studying Travis Kelsey going back to the Philadelphia and Kansas City game. I mean, it's going to be one of the highest scoring games of the week. It's a lot of players to be keeping an eye on there. Travis Kelsey is my stud of the week. The way that uh <laughs> the the way that Dallas absolutely obliterated Philadelphia's pass defense using their tight ends. Uh Travis Kelsey is way better than anybody Dallas has with Blake Jarwin and others. So I like Travis Kelsey this week. I'm dunning Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. He's got a tough matchup to begin with and then without uh Without Lamar Jackson, he is really going to be on the downside there. I'm sleepering Noah Fant. I talked about him in my write-up. I really like the matchup this week. Noah Fant is going to have a fantastic week. AJ, can I just say ditto? <laughs> because yes, uh, yeah, I'm going to stud Travis Kelsey. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have really struggled against tight ends so far this season. I'm looking for Kelsey to be the big uh, – fantasy contributor in this game i'm dudding mark andrews uh, if you have a banged up quarterback he's not going to get the ball out uh yeah denver does a great job against tight ends and i'm sleeping no offense yeah uh we kind of have the same pick across the board for tight ends this week um i'm thinking travis kelsey is where i'm headed for tight end now uh <laughs> aj who do you got for kickers uh kickers i like my boy rodrigo he snuck his way back into my stud spot <laughs> can't ignore the specs uh no well i mean in reality though the colts are going to be putting up a couple some points in this game uh i mean i don't know if they're for sure going to win but uh carson wentz is still a good enough quarterback to move the ball uh in an okay offense i figure they're going to focus on the run game here some of those drives are going to stall out rodrigo is going to be able to kick a uh, couple extra points in this one. He's going to get a couple of longer field goals. I think he's in line for a nice 10 point day. Um, I'm dotting Nick Folk for the Patriots. I really think Tom Brady is going to come in this week and have that Tampa Bay offense and defense ready to play for him. So uh, keep an eye on that. I, Mac Jones is going to struggle this week. I know the Patriots just lost James White for the season, which hurts their running game. Uh, so I, I dislike the Patriots this week in general. Uh, so I'm dudding Nick Folk and I am sleepering on Monday night football. Vizcaino, the Chargers kicker. Uh, I really think that game is going to be a shootout. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of scoring. There's going to be a lot of touchdowns, a couple of field goals. That could be a monster week for him. All right. I'm going to stud the Cincinnati Bengals kicker, Evan McPherson, tonight. Look, I think the Bengals are definitely the better team in this one. I think Thursday night tends to be lower scoring games as it is an overall. Uh, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot more field goals in this game. I like Evan McPherson tonight. I'm going to dud Graham Ganoff and the New York Giants. They're playing against that uh, Saints defense that they're really going to struggle against. You're not going to be able to score any points if you never get to the opposing side of the field unless Justin Tucker is your kicker. Uh, I'm going to sleeper Mason Crosby for the Green Bay Packers uh, against that Pittsburgh Steelers team. I think that game is going to be kind of a hard nose. It's not going to be a fantastic game. It's going to be kind of an ugly game. Ugly games tend to do well for kickers. I like Mason Crosby as my sleeper kicker. AJ, moving on to defense. All right, moving on to some defenses. I love the Bills defense. I'm studying them this week against the Houston Texans. Uh, with the injury news to Lamar Jackson, I'm actually almost semi, I'm almost double studying this week with the Broncos defense uh, against the Ravens uh, with Lamar Jackson out. I think that's also a great play. Uh, so 
those two can't go wrong there. I'm doubting the Patriots defense. I talked about them in my write-up. Like Tom Brady is just going to absolutely destroy them. I don't think this game is really going to be as close as Vegas thinks. I also think the over-under is inflated. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that good of a game. Everyone keeps talking about how this is going to be an epic matchup. I, I don't think it is. I think the Patriots are too young and too inexperienced at this point. I think that they're absolutely just going to get blown up uh, this week by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And my sleeper, I know it sounds crazy and gorilla. I know this can be crazy to you. I'm sleeper in the lions against the bears. Why? Because, because last week, five teams scored more points than the bears had offensive yardage. That's why I'm sleepering the lions defense. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't think that the Lions have a great defense. I just think if the Bears start Justin Fields again this week, that the Lions are going to be able to get a couple of turnovers and really kind of, you know, uh, frustrate uh, the Bears with that pass rush. So I'm sleepering the Lions defense. Gorilla, you want to bring us home with your defenses? Yep, I'm going to stud the Tennessee Titans defense. They're taking on <laughs> the Jets. Uh, yeah, that's kind of that one kind of speaks for itself. Uh, yeah, I like the Titans defense this week. I'm going to dud the Houston Texans defense against my beloved Buffalo Bills. I'm looking for the Bills to put up points in this game. Will they win by 16 and a half? I, I doubt it, but are they going to win? Is Houston going to, are they going to be able to put up points? Yes. Making Houston a really bad fantasy option this week. I'm going to sleeper the Saints defense against the New York Giants. Again, I think this is going to be a great turnaround week for the Saints. Maybe they can get some consistency going on that offense and begin firing on all cylinders. And that just about does it. That is uh, Studs and Duds week four, AJ. That's right. Uh, you can catch up with all of our picks uh, that we make with the spread uh, every week. I have I had the link posted last season uh, and it updates every week, but I'll, I'll repost that this week. Gorilla had a really good week last week at 10 and six. That was uh, that's way better than most of the experts, actually. Um, and I came in at eight and eight. We're actually both 500 on the season. So we are uh, a little bit better than the experts. Most of the experts are around 40 percent. So we're right at 50 percent on the season, both of us with our picks. Uh, so we're doing well there. Um, but I will continue to post that as the season goes on. So if you want to check out our picks for some extra betting advice, you can check those out. Um as well as any of the other updates and information. If anybody has questions on what they should do for fantasy, check out our Facebook page, Studs and Duds Fantasy on Facebook. You can send us some messages on there. We'll include them in our show for your starts with stardoms and sit-ums. Uh, we'll be happy to answer those for you. Or send us an email, studsanddudsfantasy at uh, gmail.com. You can also check us out there. Um, that's going to wrap us up for week four. We're going to come back next week and wrap up this week's action as well as uh, maybe have some bragging rights on our picks. Uh, and we'll let you know how we're doing in our fantasy leagues as well. Uh, but for this week for Gorilla, I am AJ and we will see you next week.